This episode is supported by ED Wine Company. If you're located in the GTA, Hamilton, Kitchener, or Guelph, you need to get ED Wine Company in your life. Somalia Elizabeth Davies curates four wines for you and delivers them right to your door. Each bottle comes hand-wrapped with tasting notes about what you're sipping. It's an approachable way to explore the world of wine and helps you learn a thing or two along the way. Check them out on Instagram at edwineco to sign up for either a monthly delivery or a single wine package, whatever works best for you. When you sign up, make sure to use the promo code thisfamilytree10 to get 10% off. Again, that's edwine.ca and this family tree 10. But Alex. Yeah, Shane? Let's begin date night. Woo! You're here with Alex and Shane. He's hot. And she's cool. <laughs> and together we're... Warm. <laughs> what do you think? I think it's an interesting one, babe. Yeah, well, it was my turn to, to do it, so I thought I'd make it kind of funny. You know how you like to laugh. Oh, I'm dying. You were laughing. Oh, I, I am laughing. I think it's out of embarrassment, though. No, that was legitimately <laughs> funny. Let's get it straight here. But let's get this, get to the wine, and then we can get into our uh, tales of our lives. All right. So we are drinking Eleones Toscana from 2019. We have not looked at the tasting notes, and we are going to do, and we are going to do our best. Let's see here. Cheers. Cheers to date night. Hold on, I missed a step, and I think so did you. Did you give it a good smell after swirling it around in your glass? Yeah. I didn't embarrassing i know okay so why am i smelling that you just smell the microphone well i'm uh, full disclosure we did have a glass of this wine <laughs> with dinner sorry I and just alex is so lit right now she is smelling the microphone well, i'm not i just i made i forgot which hand i was holding the thing <laughs> i thought the microphone stand was my hand i don't know i'm not lit but i i got confused okay comically woozy let's say get out of here Okay. I, I will say a little bit of chocolate, maybe. A little bit of chocolate. Okay. I'm saying a little leathery. A little leathery. Okay. And wait. do we say cherry? It seems like everyone has cherry in it. And I don't know if I overtly smell a cherry or taste cherry, but I feel like if I, I don't say cherry, I'm going to be on the loser board. There's deep fruits. I'm going to say pomegranate. It tastes like that kind of like deep flavor to me. I wouldn't know a pomegranate if it beat me up in high school. I'm going to say pomegranate over cherry for this one. And what, okay, what do we think about the tannins? We want to talk about the structure too. Not we very tanniny. Is it not very tanniny? No. My mouth isn't getting so too dry. It, a little must, bit, a little bit tanniny, not too much. So if it's not tanniny, that must mean it has high acidity, right? Because acidity is what makes your mouth water mm-hmm. and tannins what dry your mouth out. Do you feel your mouth watering though? Yes. I don't. Okay, let's just... It's neutral on my palate. Okay, we've said enough here. Let's let's read it, Alex. You, you're better with reading. All right. So the Cordonese Leones IGT Toscana 2019. It says, this is your show-off wine not available in stores. What? Oh, bam. This is on the tasting notes. <laughs> the second you smell this wine, you get jammed and stewed fruit. As if you have taken some wild berries and are cooking them down into a coolis. But this is an Italian wine, so there will always be an earth character to it. Good to know. So in our coolest that is cooking away, we have to throw some twigs in there too. Neither of us said twigs. When you take I a sip. I said leather. You said leather. It's in the twig it's family. It's earthy. I'd say it's in mm-hmm. the earthy family. So when you take a sip, the fruit is more tart on the palate. There's, you know, some pomegranate. Plum seems to be the dominant fruit flavor now. See, that makes sense. Yep. That's like a deep, right? Yeah. The tannins are really nice. 
Oh, it says they are fine and persistent. So we have to learn the difference between really tanniny, which is like our lingo, and fine and persistent tannins, okay. right? I would be happy to drink this wine with braised short ribs. And I actually had braised beef tonight. Yeah, it was. I had a feeling just because it was an Italian wine, that's why I grabbed this one. Uh, because, you know, it comes in a bundle of four. So you get four options. And I was like, this is Italian. We're eating Italian food. Made sense, right? Oh, it made a lot of sense. It went beautifully with my dinner. So wait, wait. And there's, so there's no cherry, no chocolate, no leather and no chocolate. Okay. So wait, take one more sip. Do you taste the plum, the twig or the jammed and stewed fruit? I taste twigs now. Yeah. See, it all makes sense when you read it. You're like, yeah, I can taste those things. But picking that out is just always a crapshoot for me. Yeah. It's, it's very difficult. We're going to be definitely experts eventually. But shall we begin the date night questions? Let's begin. Can I begin by saying something though? Go for it. Shane, you look fantastic tonight. You look so good. He does. He looked great this afternoon. He had his hair up in a little half ponytail. And I actually made him take it out because I couldn't focus on the work I was doing when he was walking around with his hair half up. But now that we're on date night and we can relax and there's no work, I'm so happy to be sitting here with you. And I feel like I can like get a little flushed and, you know, embarrassed and giddy and it's okay. I've never felt more like a piece of meat. (laughs) And I like it. No, it is. It's a good feeling. I've... No one ever ogles me the way you do, so. Well, they shouldn't. No, I if mean, somebody my entire... is, give me their name and number, I will find them. My entire life, I don't think I've been ogled until I met you. Really? Yeah. That's below. You, Shane, you've had lots of ex girlfriends that were really into you. Well, just, you know, through <laughs> charms. It's not right. like they saw a, a calendar of me or a firefighter calendar. I would be happy to hang that up in my workspace. But thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Can we begin here? <laughs> Sorry, begin. Alex, you're really throwing me off here because <laughs> I had a confessions segment that I was going to, I was like, okay, well, let's have a confession segment. But since I don't tell you any of the questions, I thought, oh, her confession can be how hot she was for me today. <laughs> so we can start with confessions. Do you have any other confessions from today? And I am stealing this from another podcast we did called I Have to Call My Sister, where they asked us about confessions. Mm-hmm. And it was a really fun segment. So I'm stealing it from them, bringing it to this date night. Do you have any other confessions? Let's see. You like look- it has to be on air sayable. Yeah, yeah. You look hot, like hot as the sun. And my other confession... That's the only thing. See, now I'm having trouble focusing again. You look too hot. That's my confession. You look too hot and I can't think because I guess I'm boy crazy for you. Hey, it doesn't make for interesting fodder, but... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Do you have a confession? Just that, yeah, I think I'm a bad person to own a pet. And it's something that's, (laughs) it's been on my mind. I feel guilty about it as a person with a cat who we were very loving towards this cat before we had children. I still am. We still are, but not the same. And we're very bad at changing the kitty litter, which, you know, you look at me. I know I'm supposed to be responsible for it, but you said you'd take over that responsibility. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I said after my pregnancy, because Shane did it when I was pregnant, because you're not allowed to change litter when you're pregnant. I said I would take over when I was done being pregnant, because in our old house, I used to scoop after every poop. I wouldn't let like, you know. And then that that was before we had a cat. I was like, Alex, go in the toilet, for goodness sake. She's like, not till we get a tushy. See, the floaties have improved. Yeah, yeah, they, but... weren't flo- they were called Sandies back then. But uh, yeah, so yeah, I will take over. I will take over because I 
if I'm on it, then I will pick up more frequently than you do. You don't pick up frequently enough. So I will do that. I will take over and I will put it on my to-do list for every two days. I will make it like a recurring thing. Okay. So what's your favorite non-sex activity that we do together? I didn't come up with this question, but I'm very glad it said non-sex activity. (laughs) The way I look tonight. (laughs) Okay. I think it might be exploring. Like when we go to a new place or even in our own city and we go from store to store different restaurants different bars like can that like a general thing like that be an answer here yeah if you want to tell people like how wild we are no no i just i have fun exploring with you and like i find that when we go and travel it could be somewhere you know just to a local city that we don't know like somewhere close by or it could be you know on a bigger vacation I just think we have a knack for finding really cool spots, whether it's like funny stores or cool stores or awesome restaurants. And that might be my favorite thing combined with before Betty was sharing room with us because that's just all kinds of tough. But when it was just Lucy uh, and prior to having Lucy even, we have a, a, a projector that we keep in our room and we would watch movies before bed and my favorite thing to do was play our favorite video game in the comfort of our own bed. We'd play toe jam and Earl. And that yeah, was, that was really so much fun. That was so much fun. I love playing toe jam in our own bed. I don't want to like, you know, watch stuff in bed all the time. Like I don't want to get the TV back in our room, but I would for special video game nights once Betty's out of there. Yeah. For me, it was, when we would order a pizza from Domino's and a pizza from Papa John's, which is a baller move, by the way. Like, if you're going to, like, just ordering a pizza on a Friday night, sure, we get it. You have some (laughs) money. But if you're going to get from two different pizza chains, I'm sorry, but you have officially made it. So nothing tastes better than a Domino's pizza dipped in the Papa John's garlic butter. It's the best garlic butter. So that was such... A fun activity oh to do. God, yeah. I felt like I was, I don't know, Robin Leach. Do you even, do you even, <laughs> don't know that you know, you're too young for me. Eh? <laughs> who is that? Man, he would do Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. So he would talk like, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Wait. Is, that was a bad one. Is there, is there a reference to him in a song? Like a rap, like an he's, Eminem song? He's a cultural icon. I'll pull up a photo of him right now. I feel like, I feel like somebody disses him in a song. This man. Does not look familiar. Wow. Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous? You don't know what that is? I know what that is. Like, I've heard of that. I've seen that in culture, but I do not recognize that man. And I like drinking a flight of beer. Oh, I love that. I'm not a beer guy. Something about these little beers. One, I feel like a giant (laughs) drinking them, which is cool. And two, they get you that perfect buzz feeling. Kind of mm. like a, a bottle of wine. A bottle of wine. Part it's perfect. Of, something that's great about it, when you split a bottle of wine and you're drinking at a reasonable pace, you get that perfect buzz on And it. no hangover. Yeah. It's ideal. Yeah. If you can stick to just the one bottle, split it with your partner, you're going to have a pretty good night. Great night. But yeah, the flight of beer is such a good thing to mention. So not only is it, you know, like a taste extravaganza, you get to taste what, like five, six, Mm -hmm. whatever fun beer flavors, but you're right. It's usually four. Is it four? Yeah. But we usually get a flight each, so it's eight. And then we like, we'll split Mm -hmm. half our mini beers. It's so much fun. It is so much fun. And I don't know if it's the pace at which you drink or the different types of beer all combined, but it, it makes you feel perfect like better than 
one pint might. You know what yeah. I mean? Maybe you drink it faster. I don't know. Next question. Can you make me laugh? On cue. I just thought it would be a fun game. <laughs> this is very hard. I know I'm putting you on the spot. But I want to see if we could make each other laugh. Like, it'll kick back over to me. All right. All right. I'm already laughing. So this is called the laughing game. It's a game I used to play with my friends. Mm -hmm. And I used to do it at the free free throw line at Gilkson Park. I'd be playing basketball. And the thing is, you have to try to make the, I guess it's like basketball. Yeah. (laughs) Where you got to psych out? Yeah. But this was when I was in grade seven. So it predates basketball. But you have to make the person laugh while they're shooting a free throw. No free throws, but make me laugh. Okay. (laughs) okay ready (laughs) are you ready (laughs) okay this is gonna break you (gasps) you can't tickle you can't tickle that's not tickling someone's cheating okay okay all right ready (laughs) no that's that's not gonna make you i don't know i don't know what to do okay i can't i can't you were you were smiling. Just and you I felt like you okay, were gonna laugh. The funniest part was just you sitting there looking the way you do, <laughs> laughing to yourself at the prospect of trying to make someone laugh. It was this very like sp- specific like nervous laughing. Like you, I don't know, you were like on drugs or something. Okay. Look like. Hold on, I'm gonna get in the zone. <clears throat> make me laugh. Can you shave my hairy butt tonight? <laughs> Thank you. I am the champion. Okay. I didn't think you'd get me because I was actually <laughs> I was actually in the zone. Do you want to know what I was thinking of? What? Dead pandas. Oh, man. Well, And you, hunters. And hunters hunting you know hunting what your things. mistake is? What? Okay. So often people, when they're playing this game, they try to not laugh so hard. Mm-hmm. That just makes you want to laugh more. Have you ever been in school and the teacher tells you not to laugh? Yeah. You want to laugh way more and your laugh comes out as a burst. What I was doing when you were playing it, Mm. I was almost laughing. Thus, me not being so scared to laugh. Okay, do it again. Seriously though, could you shave my hairy butt tonight? Okay. <laughs> it's not an improv troupe. You don't get to interact. I felt like you were actually waiting for a response. As much as it was a joke, I kind of felt like you were actually waiting for me to No, respond. I was thinking of my next funny. Oh, okay. So okay. You, just to get it clear, you do not want me to shave your butt tonight. I wouldn't mind, but I'm not actually <laughs> I'm not actually asking. No, I've actually done that once before and it was a terrible mistake. <laughs> I feel like we should hear more about that. Fine. Do you know what started happening? Wait, 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 wait. Cheeks or? Everywhere. Completely. Completely. Because I had this like theory. Like, you know, like I won't get too far into it to gross people out. But like, you know how we use tushy. Mm -hmm. And tushy tushy (laughs) gets right up in there and cleans you Mm -hmm. perfectly. So I was was worried because I'm I'm not a hairy guy. But in that area, I'm butt area, I'm hairy. So I was like, I'm going to get rid of all the hair and I'm just going to be cleaner. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I didn't know this, but it's not good for a man, if he has hair there, to shave that part, the middle of the butt. I won't say what it's called. An ale. An ale. It's not good to shave that part. So for anybody that has hair there, which I think is everybody. Is everyone? Yeah. Okay, but for me... I started sweating like crazy. 
on, d down the middle every day, I would, oh it would be so much sweat. And that would never happen. I guess the hair was absorbing it. So wait. So <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. No, this is actually a good lesson because uh, women especially get lots of things done to that part of their body. You know, they get it bleached to be a certain color, which is like... To just, be a certain color? what? They get it bleached lighter. Yeah, I would To think. make it... <laughs> bleach it purple. dark. Green moa. Um, but, which is just so stupid, but then, you know, they might, I don't know, they wax it. I like when you get a Brazilian that gets waxed too. Yeah. So I'm assuming you've had a Brazilian. Yes. So didn't you find it sweat more? No, but the thing is, maybe I just was not noticing it. And mm. I wonder if this is a thing for everybody, but interesting that it's very interesting. And a good thing to know and it's like you know i've um i've known people that have gotten they had like they were really sweaty maybe in their armpits or their hands or something and they got their sweat glands removed from that area mm. but then they just sweat out even more out of a different oh, part of your comes body out a different area yeah mm -hmm. so it's like it's not good to mess around with that stuff shane okay now yeah. all right next question which of your parents are you most like okay i thought that was easy but now it's hard so i was gonna say my dad I think I'm more like my dad in my demeanor and in certain aspects like you know we are both kind of lax we lose things and if we lose something we're not too worried about it because it's and all you have that perfect combination of being very athletic and clumsy that's yes. rare I was gonna say yeah so it's it's funny so yeah very very athletic can pretty much pick up any anything sports wise and do well but very clumsy and very just very forgetful and like absent-minded in a way but then with my mom we have the same demeanor in arguments I think and in I just think in our like how loving we are like what's the word I'm looking for there like we're both incredibly cheery disposition and uh sappy, sappy? yeah we're both sappy but like like loving of everything we both I think get overwhelmed by how much we love the things and the people around us like mm -hmm. we could both just be standing there and being like oh look at the clouds today they're so beautiful and then start crying because it makes us it reminds us how much we love our life and I think only if you've had a drink and a half no no I I can I won't cry if yes, I haven't had a drink and a half I'm, I'm gonna say if I'm like totally sober I won't cry but I'll have those like very overwhelming feelings mm-hmm but I can just manage them better, you know? So I don't, I don't know. Who do you think I'm more like? It's a tough call. I would have to say, geez, this is a very tough call. I know. Yeah, I would say you have the best qualities of both your parents. And maybe it leans slightly more to your dad, but it's very close. Mm -hmm. For the people listening, both Alex's parents are very loving smiley warm people mm -hmm. and that's why alex gets that rep for being so much kinder than me <laughs> she... a rep. well you do you, well you make it seem like it's not a reality babe well it's like she has a rep but it's not reality no it is reality it is reality yes all right what about you which parent do you think you are most like see i always say i have the worst qualities of both my parents <laughs> Because and then that's not giving yourself any credit for any positive. I'm things. not trying to give myself credit. I'm saying the things that are good about me, mm -hmm. I feel like are uniquely me. Right. But the things that are 
bad about me. Like my mom's a bit of a hoarder. And, you know, if she has more than one beer, she might be inappropriate and impulsive. And then my dad had a bit of a temper back in the day and it was like short tempered. And, uh, you know, but my dad's a very good driver. I'm not. My dad's <laughs> very good with directions. I'm not. My mom's very good at like banking and keeping things clean. Mm-hmm. I'm not. It's interesting, but hey, I'm not. I'm not getting down on myself. I'm good at other things. Can I think of them right now? No, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> see, I guess I'm good at being consistent. I, we like we do a pod twice you're a consistent. week. Consistent. You're very consistent. Yeah. yeah. No, I think because I was trying to think. It's funny because in every way, you're very much. I think right down the middle of both your parents. Like in looks you look remarkably like both of your parents. And mm. for the listeners, if you guys were to see just Shane's dad and Shane, you'd be like, oh my gosh, you two look so much alike. But then if you were to see his mom and Shane standing beside each other, you'd think the same thing. You'd think, oh my gosh, like how could he look like anybody yeah. else who looks so much like his mom? And for the listeners, my dad was a playgirl model and my mom was a playboy model. <laughs> just in but- case anyone's wondering where I get my looks from. <laughs> but you look very much like both of your parents. And you have mannerisms. How this I think is uniquely your dad. You have you share a lot of the same mannerisms as mm. your dad. I find. Is and it the ball scratching? <laughs> <laughs> but just the way just the way your brain works, and like uh, when I talk with Roseanne, your stepmom, and you know we commiserate about our men, that kind of thing. I don't like we, that. We uh, we find that you two have the same funny little quirks well, and the things that you let's get upset out about. It. Out with it. Let's hear it. Well, like, you know, me losing something and you getting, now, Alex, you hold on to giving me, like, you know, 20 assurances or 20 reminders oh, okay, before okay. I leave somewhere. Here's Granted, ba- I need them. I need Here's them. a backstory. Okay. <laughs> Last week, I go to give Alex a Tim Hortons card. And we have three Tim Hortons card. I know one is a $20 value, one is a $25 value, and one has about $50 on it. So I go to give you a Tim Hortons mm-hmm. card. And I said, Alex, please don't lose this. Because you, you said, I want to take Lou to Tim Hortons. I go, please don't lose this. You have a terrible track record with, <laughs> with losing gift cards. Gift cards for you aren't real money. It's like it was a gift. It's like they're magic points. If I lose it on the ground, a homeless person will pick it up. You have that ideology. Yeah, like, it's, but it, so can't you, lose. So you just think, who cares? But I made a point. I said, don't lose it, please. Ten minutes later, you come back. I go, where's the card? You won't. <laughs> oh, uh, okay, stay here. Stay here. I go, it's gone, isn't it? You go, no, no, I'll find it. I go, no, no, I'll find it. Where do you think it is? In the car. I go, <laughs> you stay there. I'll go to the car. I, I, I rip everything out of the car. I'm throwing stuff, looking for it. It's gone. There's no card. And then I come back. I'm like, the card's not there. You're like, oh, I'll find it. <laughs> of course you did not find it. So today when I went to give you my credit card, I said, Alex, please don't lose this credit card. And you, you didn't I lose did it not. to your credit. No. But I give you my wallet in between these, these two occasions. And I said, Alex, don't lose my wallet. And then you came back and I said, Alex, where's my wallet? And you're like, oh, left it in the car. But you weren't, <laughs> you weren't confident at all. And then luckily you found the wallet in the car. But, you know, we had just had a camera stolen from the car that you mm-hmm. left in there. And there's things get That's lost. getting investigated, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the cops are really they, on they that. They called me. They called and The cops called me. Last week. Just because they call you doesn't mean they're not just doing well, the bare minimum. Well, they were asking me questions and they, they asked if our neighbors had cameras and they said they were going to drive by and check. 
Yeah, I don't have hope but that it's going to be Wait, hold on. My biggest problem with this story, Shane, your impression of me, you make it sound like I always have to go poop. Your impre- when you were doing the impression No, but right you make there, this noise. Anytime anything's going on, you go, oh. <laughs> it was your face. Every- oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. I was going to ask this question. I'm not sure if it... This, again, all these questions I pulled offline, so I haven't come up with them. When we... When we are with my family, do you feel like you are still a priority? What do you mean? I don't know. I just pulled this offline. I can move on. Can you say it again? When we are with my family, do you feel like you are still a priority? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Wait, when we're with my family, do you feel like you're still a priority? Uh, it's cut a little bit, but yeah. Yeah. I would say maybe I you do a better job making me feel like a priority than I make a, of you feeling like a priority. Because I'm so worried about... My sister and my parents and like, you know, I don't want anyone to freak out. Okay, so I researched things to do in quarantine. Mm -hmm. And I just want us to help the listeners right now rate these ideas. Okay. So these are date night ideas for people to do in quarantine. Helpful suggestions maybe. And let's see, do we actually think these stack up and are realistic and good ideas? Okay. Go on a virtual vacation together. Take a 3D virtual tour around the world together with 360 cities. Pick, <laughs> pick a different city to explore once a month together. Okay, what do you think of that? This sounds so weird. I Maybe I just can't picture it. But it's like, can you virtually literally walk through the cities? No, you, I guess you kind of go through it. It's like Google Maps. Like, would that be a fun activity for you? No, you- because it would just remind me how quarantined and cooped up we are. And I'd be like, why can't we just be doing this? I think that would just make me sad. Okay. Watch funny YouTube videos together. Yes. Compile a list of funny YouTube videos to share together and take a look at some lists people have already put together online. You think that's good? Yes, I do. I love funniest home videos. And anything that is funny, that's a video. I'm into. What do you think? Do you think that's a good idea? Uh, it can be hit and miss. What, okay, what about, so I just recently started following two different Instagram accounts that only show pictures and videos of baby animals doing cute things. And that's all they do. And it makes me so happy. I have their feeds on uh, priority, so like I get notified when they post love it so much it's one of those things i feel like you need to be three tequila sodas in to enjoy well then get three tequila yeah, sodas in. no it, it could be a good night okay stargazing while laying outside on a blanket this is presumably in summertime yes summertime yeah because you can get all those cool apps too that you can point them at. i think one is called night sky mm-hmm. and you point it at the night sky and yeah, it no recommends matter. that here, actually. It says <laughs> get, a, it? get a free astronomy app to see which constellations and planet you're looking at. In the it's night sky. so cool. Yeah, it's so cool. And you, you can move it anywhere, even below you, and like shows you the stars, I guess, on the other side of the Earth. And it'll tell you what constellations you're looking at and everything. Like It's really amazing. It's very cool. Yeah, I guess I, I like stars. It's just I don't know if I care about the constellations. Ma- <laughs> they're ma- just stars. I'm not scared of them. I'm scared? Well, you said they're just stars. <laughs> <laughs> Um, grab some water guns at your local dollar store and have a water yes. gun fight. That sounds like so much fun. Really? I think we should do that I, in the summer. I think that's one of those ideas that sounds great and then you just do it and it wouldn't be fun unless you're playing with kids. Oh, it'd be lots of fun with kids. That's for sure. I feel like a water balloon fight is way better than a little water gun fight, especially those cheap but, ass no, water, um, dollar store pistols. Well, you got to get really close to somebody to get those. And you're, but at the end of the day, you're just being squirted with a little water. Getting, 
getting hit with a water balloon's kind of annoying. Water balloon actually might make that might be better. And you'd have to make more of a game of it, I think, like so that you have both of you coming outside of your bunkers and, you know, actually going into no man's land and putting yourselves at risk. Okay, game night with stakes. And yes, your presumption is correct. These are sexual stakes. So have a game night with stakes set ahead of time. The stakes could be anything you want, like something your partner has to do for you if they lose. So or, this isn't necessarily sexual. Listen to me. Or it could be something around the house, like they have to do the chores for the week, or perhaps something a little frisky. Oh. Like they have to undress you and do as you say. <laughs> you could play anything. A game of cards, board games. So is that overrated or underrated, you think? The whole game with stakes. It so I think adding stakes is fun and I think it adds a little you know, especially if you're not competitive people by nature, it adds a little competition to your game. You and I are very competitive, so we probably don't need stakes. Uh, that would just make things like too heated and we might get in like actual arguments over who's winning. But you owe me a new body rub. <laughs> no, you owe me a new body rub. Fine, fine. And we don't but... talk to each other for a week or it's like the angriest <laughs> nude body rub just begrudgingly happen. And and it, it would be to the point where we would give the person the nude body rub and not even get sexual. <laughs> It would just be doing the bare minimum task. No, but I, I do think adding no stakes is so much fun. But then if it's like something like I'm not going to do any chores for a week, that's, or you know, like, oh, you have to wake up with the kids every day alone for a week. Like, that's actually kind of mean. And maybe just let them think you are and do it for one day. But don't do it for the whole week because that's a lot. Guess what, Lucy? Your mom has to watch you a week because I won a game and I don't have to do anything with you. <laughs> The winner gets to not be with you. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of sad. That's okay. Uh, overrated, underrated picnic at a local park. Oh, love it. Love a picnic. One of my favorite dates was bringing you after work when we first started dating before kids and everything. I picked you up from the bus station and took you to a local park where I had a beautiful picnic set up. Do you remember that? Mm. We were overlooking, like we were up on were the escarpment. Were we taking pictures for Instagram? No, no, no. Hmm. We were sitting up above, like on the escarpment oh, at a yes, picnic table remember. overlooking yeah. the city at sunset. And I had like really nice food. I had wine. And we just sat at this picnic table with a beautiful view. Okay. Sharing a milkshake, a frosty cookies, dessert, or some other snack. Why That's do you not have to really share it? Date. I don't get it. No. That's just, these people phoned it in with that one. That was okay. lazy. Okay, let's do five more of these. Okay. Have a staycation at an Airbnb home. Yes. That's probably the I best agree. one you could think of. I think that's amazing. Just get out. Of, it could be in the same damn city. Just get out of your own house for I a I think bit. it has to be out of the city for it to actually work, but it doesn't have to be far. It no. just has to make you feel like you're somewhere different and the surroundings are completely different. We get that feeling when we go to PC and it's always a magical time. Okay. Do something together outdoors like walking, running, hiking, or biking, or swimming. Now, nah, I'm skipping that one. Uh, <laughs> well, we do those things. Like, we try to do those things just as exercise, I guess. Yeah, I'm skipping it. Make some crafts together. What crafts would we make together? Well, I'll read further. Crafts aren't just for kids. Check out Pinterest for lots of creative DIY craft ideas that are easy and fun. Make painting and other stuff for your home. Okay, so the paintings part I can get. Shane and I have had a date before. It was a part of, it was your birthday. It was your birthday a few years ago. and, uh, And I was a jerk to you, and I'm sorry, but I ended up having a lot of fun. Why were you a jerk? Man, I feel bad. So you got me. So we had a time in Prince Edward County. We always talk about this. But the very first time we went up, 
and we were like peak of our love having a great time and we were watching bob ross yeah and we were just like snuggling watching bob ross on our projector at this airbnb and we were like you know hardcore bob ross mode you had never heard of him before i was i knew who he was but i, I honestly didn't know his name like i knew you the didn't guy. know he was a painter i don't think no i knew the guy and i knew the painter like i knew the name yeah. bob ross and then i knew the the image of the painter bob ross but i didn't connect them yeah so anyway we were very into bob ross it was like <laughs> it represented our love in a way so it did no i love that though yeah so so then my birthday rolls around and you get me all these paints and we're going to have a Bob Ross night. And, you know, we were going to have some drinks and really get into that chill vibe, put on some jazz. And so the night comes when I'm going to use my birthday present and I'm all excited. But then you were missing the base coat of paint. Yeah. You did not get it. And I kind of got way too upset about that. Did you? Yeah. I do not remember that. Yeah, because you know how we we both almost have we both kind of have this quality where if something really good's going to happen mm-hmm. and then there's like an anxiety associated yeah, oh, with yeah 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 it's you it's like, like you set your expectations yeah. too high so you set your fun expectations too high and then no matter what happens it can be the most magical thing on the planet but nothing fulfills those expectations or it has to fulfill it just right and yeah. Alex and I are like this on the last day of our vacation. Mm-hmm. It's so anxiety ridden because we're trying to pack in everything. We and don't want it to end. We're borderline <laughs> like manic and dreading like leaving this paradise and going back to normal life. But I, because the, the, she didn't have the base coat, I felt like the painting was going to be ruined. And <laughs> I was just, I was just a jerk. And I, I always remember that. And I'm like, don't be that guy anymore. And sure enough, I've been that guy hundreds of times, but yeah. I don't remember that. I'm glad you do. And I'm I'm glad that you said as a benchmark for, you know, getting better that you haven't yet by your, what you said, but I think you have, but, um, that was so much fun. And Shane, I put in so much effort to find those paints. Like I I found the exact paints that Bob Ross was using. I spent hours going to different local art stores to try to find the exact shades and put them together and really get this one picture that we were going to watch him draw. I spent so much time. And we did time. a pretty good job. We did. And which is not shocking for you because you come from... I'm not a, an artist though. Like, no, but your family is all painters, half of them. Stop arguing everything I All say. right, sorry. That's not to say you're going to be right. great, but you still are competent at painting. And me, I can't even draw my name. No, not my name. You write, you write your name. I can't even write my name. I, I can't do cursive. And I did a tree that looks like an effing tree. You, okay, so I, I think my trees were better than yours. Okay, but where, yeah. hold on, hold on. Where I think you really outshone me by a long shot is with shined the cabin. You? Outshined me? Yeah. Outshone me? Shoned, I don't think. Outshone. I don't know. Yeah, Sean so, makes the most sense, right? <laughs> so the painting that we were doing with Bobby was a cabin in the snowy woods. My cabin was terrible. It was terrible. Your cabin was phenomenal. Your cabin was so good. We have those paintings under Roseanne's bed. Your cabin is amazing. I saw them like six months ago. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, I always thought I had better trees than you. No, my trees were better. Yours looked like ghost trees. But your cabin... <laughs> Everyone knows what ghost trees look like, right? No need to describe any further. Your cabin was great, though. All right. Uh, go on a geocaching treasure hunt. Geocaching? 
but this is supposed to be so much fun and i actually okay, think we're gonna we'd have, have to try this we'd have fun so kids do this like parents do this with kids a lot of the time although i probably you know young adults or maybe not young adults do this but the people that i know that go geocaching geocaching mm-hmm. yeah do it with their kids but it's like people hide. i don't really get it because people hide objects so it's like i could take you know an object like i could paint a rock really pretty hide the rock at a certain spot like in a bush at a park and then i make a geocache i don't really know what this means and then other people like go on a treasure hunt looking for my rock but it's like aren't people hiding weird stuff how do you know you're not gonna stumble on something spooky like a severed head maybe there's an agreement you have to sign when you sign up for geocaching that's like oh i promise that i'm not going to like dismember someone and hide it there yeah but how do they enforce that well because they're not going to let you post unless you're but people don't vetted know. and then if you do post something like a dismembered body part they'll be like oh that's this person yeah but people can use fake identification stuff right like you can not even on instagram it's very hard to have like a fake name on facebook these days right okay everyone <laughs> that was a date night. <laughs> that was date night i hope you had fun i hope you learned something about us and i hope you give us that five-star rating that we so desperately need <laughs> and you know i think a great thing for date night you know shane and i talk a lot about our history, our times together, and Shane asks me all these questions each week that I don't know about. And it's such a fun thing, I think. Like, take these questions to your partner. See what you guys reminisce about. See what you end up talking about. And I think it's fun. So use it like that if you want. But. Yeah. I recommend starting with geocaching. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everybody. Until next Wednesday. <laughs>